Hey everybody, welcome back to the Inside Indiana podcast. I'm Alex McCarthy, Seth Tao next to me. Uh, we're live on Facebook, so if you have questions about IU basketball or just anything in general, uh, we're open to discussing them, answering them, etc. Uh, right off the bat, we're recording this at right around 5 p.m. on January 19th. We don't have an update on OG Ananobi's health, and I don't know, who knows if we're going to, when or if, we'll get one. Um, it's... As uh, Sam Beisheisen on on Twitter pointed out <laughs> today, um, you know Indiana still hasn't released any details on Colin Hartman's knee injury, so there's no reason to, you know, who knows how much they're gonna release about OG Ananobi's apparent knee injury as well. So um, that being said, we can certainly talk about. I mean, it's pretty safe to assume that Ananobi's gonna miss some time. I mean, unless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's probably safe to assume that he's at least going to miss Saturday's game against Michigan State. Um, it's one of many injuries that Indiana's dealing with this year. Obviously, Hartman's gone for probably the year. Juan Morgan, who knows uh, how his foot is or even what injury the foot is. Um, Tim Priller is missing. Like He's not <laughs> uh, on the bench. Uh, he's not traveling to these games. Um, so there are a lot of... You know, Indiana's depth in the front court is just totally decimated. I guess what what do you think they can do moving forward to combat that and adjust to that? I mean, it's really hard. If you, I mean, if you're I don't know. We don't know about Juwan Morgan either. Mm-hmm. I mean, if especially if they're without Morgan and OG for a stretch, mm-hmm. that is really brutal for Indiana. Because I've been saying for a while now that the key to the rest of the season is how the sophomores play, mm-hmm. Bryant and Anobi and Morgan. And if two of those guys are out, that puts an insane amount of pressure on Thomas Bryant. And he played well last night. With especially, He really stepped up in the second half last night. But I don't think it's fair to count on that from him every single game. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to ask fresh. I mean, the starting lineup is probably going to... You're probably going to have Bryant and Davis in the starting lineup yeah. now. But, I mean, you're going to start asking much more out of Devontae Green and Curtis Jones to step in. And, play, and you're probably going to see more three guard lineups mm-hmm. now. I mean, you'll with uh, Newkirk, Blackman, Johnson yeah. still in there, and then the freshmen rotating through. But I mean, all of a sudden, this looks like a very guard heavy team. Yeah, and it's it's weird because you know just a couple years ago, Indiana was totally devoid of any like front court people because uh, Hunter Perea was not really doing anything, and Colin Hartman was their, their starting five guy. Um, so they've proven, you know, Tom Crean has proven that he can game plan around really small lineups. Uh, but this year, I think they thought that they were going to be playing much much bigger all year. They were going to rely on Thomas Bryan and OG Ananobi. They were going to get contributions from Jawan Morgan. Um, and, well, obviously they also thought Colin Hartman. Um, but, yeah, I mean, even with, even with all this extra size, they've still kind of, they've just been playing a bigger version of small ball, it feels like. I mean, mm-hmm. with the way Thomas Bryant goes outside and shoots up threes all the time now. And, I mean, Deron Davis is really the biggest... Mm-hmm. true post-threat on the team. And, I mean, no Colin Hartman, OG, and Juwan kind of float in and out of the paint. Right. I mean, they're just... Right, yeah. they're, they're just playing a, kind of a bigger version of small ball. Yeah, and so they've yeah they've proven that they can adjust to it. Um, but but you're going to have to get a lot more minutes out of... Um, yeah, someone on the Facebook just said yeah. McSwain. That, I mean, I, I, all of I, the, meant, I meant to include him when mm-hmm. I was talking about all the other guys. Yeah, all the new guys, all the first-year guys, you're going to expect a lot more. Um, Deron Davis is going gonna, is gonna to play probably a huge role now. Um, I mean, he, he's, he played a large role the other night, um, too, even with when OG was healthy in the first half. Um, but then, yeah, you're going to see more time for, for Green, for Curtis Jones. It's just, 
yeah, they're going to have to. It's, it's kind of like last year, um, but on a larger scale. You know, when James Blackman gets hurt in December, um, you saw a lot more time for OG Ananobi and Juwan Morgan, and they kind of flourished in their bigger roles. This year, maybe you're going to see that from, you know, we're starting to see it a little bit out of Deron Davis and, and Devontae Green and Curtis Jones a little bit. Um, and there have been a lot of people, uh, Melody Jackson on the Facebook says, you know, Devontae Green, point guard. Um, he's been really impressive these last couple of games. Um, he didn't play much early on against um, the other night against Penn State, but when he w when he did come in, I thought he was a total game changer and just a catalyst for that offense. Yeah, the past few games, Devontae Green's really been stepping up. Uh, there was that one pass he had last night against Penn State, the feed to Thomas Bryant for that monster dunk. Um, just brilliant, brilliant mm -hmm. pass. But, I mean, Devontae Green's looked better, and, look, and both him and Jones – have really started to push for more minutes, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, and Davis has asserted himself as, as like you said, and like you've said for a while, I guess, Indiana's more true post-player, um, because Thomas Bryant has been incredibly inconsistent this year, especially with rebounding. Uh, you know, there are nights where he gets double-doubles, and then there are nights, you know, going into last night's game, he had averaged four and a half rebounds per game over the previous five games, and that's just not... You can't get that out of your starting five guy. You gotta get more out of that. And I thought Davis played really aggressively the other or against Penn State um, in stretches. And um, yeah, he's gonna he's making a lot of a lot of fans in recent games just because um, because he is really asserting himself and he's showing some dominance. Uh, a lot of people on on Facebook are are weighing in, um, talking about you know ways that that I you can kind of combat it. Um, yeah, someone brought up. You know, force teams to play small, make threes. That's exactly what they did a couple years ago when Hartman was the starting five um, because he is obviously, you know, more of a four guy, more of a stretch guy who shoots the ball. Um, and if Indiana can get a little production, you know, from the perimeter out of its bigger guys, if because Thomas Bryant wants to do that, um, that can certainly kind of mix teams up. Um, and Josh Margolis from Inside the Hall on Facebook um, asks, who do we think IU should put on Miles Bridges? Um, obviously, Saturday at Assembly Hall. Michigan State is in town. Um, that's, yeah, without OG Ananobi and without, I mean. OG and Jawan would have been the two yeah. most obvious answers, so that's a really tough one. It is, and, it, and it's probably going to come down to, because um, this is what IU loves to do, what Tom Green loves to do defensively, is just to switch constantly um, on and off guys. When they, again, I keep coming, to, coming back to a couple years ago when Colin Hartman had to play the five, they. Um, they had to, you know, with, with kind of in-between guys like that or even with bigger guys, they just tried to make him uncomfortable all the time, tried to deny him the ball, tried to get kind of a pesky. That, that was what Yogi Ferrell was so good at because he was tiny, but he was just so disruptive uh, and kind of um, kept guys from getting the ball. Uh, so that's, I mean, I, there's not one guy who's going to be able to shut down those kind of wing-type athletic guys if... Um, if OG Ananobi and Juwan Morgan are out for a while. Uh, a couple people on Facebook say that Freddie McSwain possibly, yeah, maybe in stretches, but I don't, I mean, I, you're not going to lean on He hasn't shown enough yet, aside from leaping ability, mm -hmm. to leave him out there for long stretches on the court. Yeah, and... Um, this might be his chance to put yeah. himself there, but, I mean, he is still very much an off-the-bench mm -hmm. type of player. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't think he would be pushing for... A spot in the starting lineup. Heck, maybe Zach Roberts. They'll put him on. They, 
It would not surprise me to see it, Tom Brady. It would, not, it would not surprise me, but it uh, wouldn't make much sense. <laughs> yeah, no, it would not. Uh, again, you know, five minutes of, of the, you know, in stretches, maybe. But, um, yeah, again, you're not going to get 20 minutes a game out of either McRoberts or McSwain. Um, so they're going to, I don't know, they're going to have to mix and match quite a bit um, if Morgan and Ananobi are going to miss a lot of time. Um, I guess moving forward into the... Um, and, we, and we don't yeah. know if Deron Davis is healthy. Fully yeah, fully either. healthy, yeah. Because he tweaked his ankle the other night. Um, yeah, so that's it's just a, it's a really banged up team. Um, and it's, you know, it's kind of losing all of its depth that it had. Um, and, yeah, who knows? Tim Priller is not here to save the day, unfortunately. Um, Grant Galon is also not, like... We haven't seen him much at all, but they don't really need, I guess, a guard at this point. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting. Uh, Michigan State this Saturday. Uh, Michigan State is kind of along with IU in terms of having a fairly disappointing at least start to the season. Um, but in the Big Ten, I mean, everyone's kind of just clumped up. and, and They've looked much better since they got Miles Bridges. Back. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's not going to be an easy one, even though it's at home. Um, then Indiana goes on the road at Michigan, at Northwestern. That Michigan game is going to be weird because neither team is playing very good defense right now. Uh, Michigan is playing horrendously bad defense. Um, so we'll see what the heck happens in that game. Uh, at Northwestern, that's going to be kind of tough. Northwestern, this is maybe this is it. Maybe this is the year. We say that every year for Northwestern, but maybe this is the year where they get to the tournament where they win 20 games. But um, besides you know, how... I guess besides making up for the injuries in the next couple of games, what are you going to be, kind of be looking for? Um, I guess what other storylines are there coming out of this team? Um, there's still the leadership storyline mm-hmm. that there's been leadership problems throughout the entire season. I mean, Hartman's injury kind of threw that up in the air, and nobody had really stepped up. But I thought it was interesting last night after the Penn State game with, with James Blackman hit the buzzer beater. Uh, Tom Crean did say after the game that he thought Robert Johnson and James Blackman last night really played like junior leaders down the stretch, which is not what he's been ta- saying about them for most of the season. He's he's Crean has been pointing out the need mm-hmm. for somebody to step up and be a leader, and I think it's important that last night Crean said Johnson and Blackman played like leaders. Right, and he's specifically called out that trio, that junior trio of guards of Newkirk, Blackman, and Johnson in terms of needing to be more vocal and needing to take control. Um, and, yeah, God knows they needed someone to take control as they were just collapsing down the stretch. And, I mean, especially going forward right now, dealing with these injuries, they need people to lead this team. Right, right. And then um, James Wackman is kind of the obvious choice. Uh, I think someone commented on, on Facebook or on the board saying that, like, this team will only... Or maybe, maybe it was someone posted a story, maybe, um, about... You know, this team will only go as far as James Blackman takes them, and that's a little dramatic. But still, uh, it's. I think this is. I think Blackman wanted this to be his team, quote unquote, his team after Yogi left. Um, and I think Thomas Bryant maybe wanted the same thing. Um, so they've kind of. There just hasn't been necessarily a take charge kind of guy on the floor yet, um, just because. Um, you know, there, there are so many shortcomings of a lot of these guys. I mean, Blackman. It's not a very good defender. Bryant has been horribly inconsistent. Uh, Rob Johnson is just a quiet dude. Um, so they all kind of have all their... The, uh, Although quietly a turnover machine. Yeah, yeah, that's He true. is more turnovers per game than Newkirk does. Right, yeah. I mean, 
Yeah, Newkirk gets a little bit of a bad rap, you know, turnover-wise, because he does commit a fair amount of turnovers, but he doesn't... I think the the more more of the problem with Newkirk this year is not necessarily, you know, errant passes or things like that, but ill-advised shots. And I think he's getting better at that. I don't know, I've said that like three times this year, <laughs> that he he's getting better at learning just, his Just role. when you think he's getting better. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's just going to... They're just going to need a little bit more out of everybody. It is similar to last year, where... You know, you lose your leading score in the middle of the season, and you have to just get a little bit more from everybody. And this year, and I mean, la- you lose la- a lot of people. And last year, it got to the point where they had to add one of the managers to the team. Yeah, that's I true. Mean, they're, I mean, if OG and Jawan are missing a long amount of time, and if Deron Davis has to miss a couple of games, I mean, all of a sudden, there's a legitimate depth issue on this team. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah, who knows what they're going to do to to kind of combat it. Um We'll see what happens. If there are any more questions on the Facebook, um, drop them now. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not really... There is a lot to talk about, but, I mean, that kind of covers the, the long and short of it. I mean, Indiana, back to 500 Big Ten play. Um, they're in a kind of decent spot, I guess. Uh, they just need to prove a little bit of consistency. Um, they need to be able to put together a full 40 minutes because that's really been an issue. You know, you look at the Wisconsin game where they had a just disastrous, horrible start. You look at the Illinois game where they had a great start and then kind of slowly gave it away in the second half of that game. You look at the Penn State game, certainly, where they built a fairly comfortable lead going into the last five or ten minutes and then had to get a buzzer beater at the end to win it. Um, so that's also an issue, and that comes back to leadership as well, I guess, of just kind of demanding you know, excellence out of your team for a full 40 minutes, even if you're up by 25. Um, so... I don't know. Um, lineup, we, we talked a little bit earlier about you know possibly Deron Davis sliding into the lineup. Um, or, yeah, we wouldn't be surprised with that. Zach McRoberts. And I, and I don't know that I'd, I also don't know if I would be surprised if he just did go to a three-guard lineup. Well, four-guard lineup? No, that would surprise me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, it would, yeah. Um, so, yeah, someone... <laughs> Someone commented, uh, Jeff Kervis wanted a football recruiting update. We will have a football recruiting podcast up soon. Um, I've talked to a couple recruits and coaches over the past couple days, and we'll have an update soon. Um, But, yeah, that's for another time. It is, you know, it's obviously the busiest time of year for football recruiting, so head to InsideIndiana.com for that. But um, for now, I think that's that's really all we've got basketball-wise. Long story short, for football recruiting, Jeff, is... um, they're in a good spot. They have 19 commits. They're only going to need maybe three or four more. Um, they have their top quarterback target coming into town this weekend. So that's something to watch there. But uh, thanks for tuning in. We had more comments than I think we've ever had yeah, on, on this. Um, sorry if we missed some of them. We can only see like two at a time. So uh, if we got a few at once, then, um, then we might have missed a couple. But thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning in. And we will be back again with this soon. But until then, for Seth Tao, I'm Alex McCarthy. Have a good weekend.